your host, Tamara Trotter. Today's episode is about my ebook entitled Overcoming Depression From Darkness into the Marvelous Light. Stay tuned. This ebook is filled with practical ways to fight clinical depression and mental illness, learn from real life experiences, and how to better understand your loved one. The statistics about suicide are alarming. And suicide has recently become the number one cause of death in America. Every 50 seconds, someone in the world is taking their own life. There are over 800,000 suicides committed every year. It is imperative that parents and caregivers perform regular mental health checks of their loved ones. Mental illness is a silent disease that is often stigmatized and forgotten. The time is now to bring awareness and understanding, especially since this pandemic has found many people suffering from depression for the first time in their lives. This ebook provides a wonderful insight into understanding how mental illness affects people and their families. Take the time to learn more about proven strategies, techniques, and inspiration that will shed light on this debilitating disease. The truth is, a large percentage of the population will experience some form of depression during their lifetime. It may be situational, clinical, or even seasonal. It is essential that we are prepared with ways to deal with a mental illness that oftentimes goes undertreated and underdiagnosed. Hang in there, and I promise situations, circumstances, and the challenges of life will pass If you suffer with the mental illness, you can still live a fulfilling life. However, you must constantly fight to keep your symptoms at bay, which means that you have to be proactive and do some key things that will help keep you on the right path. I will be sharing some excerpts from the ebook, and I encourage you to consider purchasing the ebook and sharing it with your family and friends. This ebook is dedicated to the millions of people in the world who suffer from a mental illness and struggle to survive every day. I understand exactly how you feel because not only am I in the fight with you, I am also a sufferer. We've talked about how mental illness knows no bounds, yet takes many prisoners. I commend you for being incredibly brave and I admire your strength and tenacity. The fact that you're listening to this podcast means that you have recognized that perhaps you need a little bit of help in dealing with your mental health situation or trying to better understand someone who suffers with the mental illness that you come into close contact with. Just know that on a daily basis, those people who suffer with the mental illness are suffering silently because of the stigmas associated with mental illness. And the more that we try to understand that most of the time is due to a chemical imbalance in the brain and it's through no fault of the sufferer. For many of us, the fight never ends, but being proactive helps to reduce the number of depression episodes. It is imperative that we keep fighting and vow to never give up, give in, or quit. 
our unique lives are worth living because we all have a true purpose. Once your breakthrough becomes a reality, you will start feeling better. You just got to stay in the game of life because someone is awaiting your testimony to inspire them. Chapter 1, Understanding Someone Living with Depression From darkness to the marvelous light, I will share the years of my personal experiences living and coping with depression. I will be transparent in an effort to help the reader and the listener who suffers from depression and the one trying to better understand their loved one. I will discuss my good days, bad and ugly, and most importantly, how I fight to conquer depression every single day. There are so many people committing suicide. And most of the time, the family was not even aware that the person was feeling depressed, let alone suicidal. The fact is, depression affects one in four women and one in ten men in the world. It is a merciless disease that adversely impacts families, communities, and society as a whole. It is really a paradigm shift and a mindset change to stay ahead of depression. The keys are acceptance and understanding. Learn all you can about this disease and what you must do to fight it. Once you have accepted and acknowledged your condition, you are well on your way to managing your symptoms and improving your quality of life. It is also critical that you realize that depression has an ebb and flow. So you will find out what makes your mood swing. Once you have learned what causes your mood swing, you can strategize to prevent a complete downward spiral that will be followed by a severe depressive episode. So know what triggers your mood and try to avoid the trigger or not allow the trigger to get the best of you every single time. It will be extremely hard to reach acceptance of your condition, especially if you are strong-willed and used to having control over your life because depression oftentimes leaves you feeling hopeless. I felt the same way, and I struggled to accept that there was something that I could not face by myself, but I needed someone that could help me, a professional, a coach, someone who was in my corner, someone who was also going to learn about depression and mental illness along with me. And for years, I tried to do it on my, on my own. Life was passing me by. I always made excuses for not showing up, hanging out my, with my friends and doing fun things. I used up all of my energy getting up in the morning and making it to work. And so once my energy was expended, then I really didn't have the ability or the willingness really to do anything else for the day. I just had to get ready for the next day and do the best I could to feel better. So really, once you are able to accept your diagnosis, you're pretty much halfway to understanding your condition and learning to live better despite your circumstances. You have to be brave enough to seek help and defy the stereotype that says you're crazy. 
because you are not crazy. There is likely a chemical imbalance in the brain that affects your mood in a drastic way, or perhaps you have a history of depression or mental illness in your family. But encouraging those who suffer from depression or any mental illness is important in order for them to keep going. In addition to giving insight to those friends or family members who are struggling to understand what their loved one experiences, but it will help your loved one better relate to your condition and enable you to make decisions that will catapult your life to the next level. Because you are not your mental health and your mental health should not define the rest of your life. I do want to point out that I am not a mental health expert and that all of the contents of my ebook are based on my personal experiences, deep understanding, and firsthand knowledge of the effects of depression. The suggestions I make and any insight that I offer are from my personal trials and tribulations of having lived with depression for many years, as I've said before, for most of my adult life. And so I always like to talk to people about how depression is a disease that should be taken seriously. So just like cancer, heart disease, diabetes, high blood pressure, alcoholism, or any other condition that requires treatment, therapy, or medication, depression is no different. So if you find yourself needing to take medication for depression, you would take it if you had diabetes or some other mental health condition. So what's the difference? It is essential that society begins to suppress the myth and stigma surrounding depression and mental illness. There's no more wrong with someone who suffers with depression than any other situation or condition that I mentioned above. Anyone is susceptible to experiencing a bout of depression. The sooner that we begin to eradicate the myth suggesting that depression means you are a mental case, the sooner more sufferers can be treated. Depression is a silent disease because of the stigmas associated with the diagnosis. However, with proper treatment, diet, and exercise, someone suffering from depression can lead a normal life. There are several points that need to be understood about the mind of a depressed individual. Someone who is depressed has a magnified sense of their surroundings because their inner thoughts are constantly feeding them information that more than likely is not true. Thoughts such as, I think they're talking about me, or I do not believe he is telling me the truth, or my family and friends are better without me. A depressed mind takes comments out of context or way out of proportion. In addition, the depressed mind most of the time feels like doing absolutely nothing and everything seems overwhelming. The depressed mind is plagued most days with rising to the occasion. As simple as getting out of bed may seem very easy for most of us, but it's not as easy for someone who suffers with a mental illness. It's like 
one of the most impossible tasks to accomplish. Most individuals who suffer with depression do not sleep well, and therefore when morning comes, they are still tired and they dread meeting the day. For this reason, they're usually chronically late and appear to have an I don't care type of attitude. The reality is they possess the intention to get up and be on time, but their mind is focused on all of the reasons they should stay home, lay in bed, and call in sick. Many days they are able to press through and force the issue of getting up, but other days they stay in bed all day without eating and barely going to the bathroom. They try to suppress their feelings of sadness, but invariably the cloud of depression starts to seep in and raise its ugly head. It comes to steal joy and plant seeds of doubt that are watered with bleakness, despair, and fear. Every day the depressed individual must somehow rise to the occasion and the challenge of the day. As they lay their head down each night, they have no idea what the next day will bring. They are prayerful, hopeful, and optimistic, yet for too often, they are forced to wear a mask that hides their true feelings, and they smile for the world even though they are sick with despair. They are constantly mustering up enough strength to believe there's light at the end of the tunnel and remind themselves that they must stay in the game of life and that giving up is never an option. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Chapter 1, Fight Depression Relentlessly. The fight against depression must be relentless. There must be a daily battle to avoid being consumed by a disease that feels like you are sinking in quicksand. A relentless individual exudes confidence, is not easily swayed, and possesses a determination that will never quit. A depressed individual would benefit significantly by making a decision to fight depression with everything they have. Once the fight is on, keep fighting, do not quit, never give up, keep trying, push through, and most of all, keep moving forward. Above all, remain determined to avoid letting depression ruin your life. There are some individuals who cannot work due to their mental condition. The disease has literally affected their ability to function and other means of treatment must be sought. The reality 
is that the daily struggle depressed individuals endure would cause most to give up and give in. To try to describe the feeling, consider having to fight every day in order to survive, to be forced to fight so you can keep your job despite feeling inadequate, to have to fight even though you have no wind in your sail, to overcome and push through when you are mentally and physically exhausted. Your survival depends on it, even given that it sometimes seems to be an insurmountable battle. A major reason depression becomes overwhelming is due in large part to how the depressed individual feels about their circumstances, problems, stress, home and work life, and their ability to cope. And at this point in time, we can add the pandemic that we've experienced for almost the last 18 months. The individual who suffers from depression has thoughts of helplessness and hopelessness on their mind when they awaken in the morning and when they lay on their pillow at night. But there are days when you feel clear and the sun is shining and everything is looking great. And people who suffer with depression want to ride that out for as long and as far as they possibly can. But when they're in their darkest hour, they feel like giving up and they literally feel alone. The friends of someone who suffers from depression really doesn't know how they feel a lot of the times because they don't want to burden them with their problems and they don't want the friendship to end up in a negative way because they can't seem to get past feeling sad. They often avoid communication when they are experiencing a downward spiral because they just don't want to talk about how they're really feeling and especially if they may be feeling suicidal. So they isolate themselves because they have not confided in anyone and they're afraid to say anything. And that's why mental health checks every week is so important. Probably the worst time for them to not communicate is when they're feeling suicidal because they are alone with their thoughts. It is essential to maintain regular and consistent contact with someone you love who suffers with depression. If they're not answering the phone, leave a voicemail or send a text message. Chances are they will receive your communication. Our next topic in chapter one of overcoming depression from darkness into the marvelous light is casting light on why people kill themselves. And I know it's a tough topic, but because suicide is so rampant, I really want to go ahead and discuss it. I know for certain trying to understand why someone would take his or her life is a million dollar question. There is so much guilt that comes to surface when someone we know commits suicide. All the questions about why come up. The loved ones are pained tremendously and wonder whether they could have done anything to prevent such a final act. 
The truth is, you will probably never know the reason and must find a way to somehow accept that reality. Suicide is an act perceived to be selfish. The loved ones left behind must literally pick up the pieces and try to move on with their lives while harboring so many unanswered questions. Unfortunately, most individuals who have dealt with depression have more than likely contemplated suicide. Invariably, if someone really wants to die by way of suicide, there is not much anyone can do. Unless you are with that individual at the precise time they decide to end their life, it is not likely you would have been able to save them. One of the agreements that could be made between the depressed individual and their accountability coach is a specific plan should the depressed individual come to feel suicidal. The plan could consist of calling the suicide prevention line, planning a specific individual plan, or driving to a certain location. In most cases, a successful person in committing suicide is not trying to hurt anyone. They are trying to end their pain. At the moment they decide to pull the trigger, slip a noose around their neck, jump off a bridge, or take an overdose, step off the curb into oncoming traffic, or sit in the garage with the car running, their spirit was broken, and death seemed the lesser of two evils. They didn't mean to hurt anyone, but at that exact moment, death meant no more pain. Their sickness and depressed mind was telling them, life is too painful and will not get better. It was during that moment they decided to jump off the bridge, take the overdose, tighten the noose, or walk out into oncoming traffic. They could not see past their pain and were tired of struggling. A depressed individual grows weary of their circumstances and they do get tired of their condition. They want more than anything to feel better and to live each day to the fullest. Many commit suicide on accident because they were crying out for help. As hard as this may be to believe and accept, it was most likely not about you or because of you. Suicidal ideas run through the minds of those individuals who suffer with mental illnesses all the time. If you are trying to make sense of the suicide of a loved one, do not blame yourself for this final act. They were already resolved in their decision to commit suicide. It was all about them and not about you. They were in so much pain and so sad beyond belief that somehow they believed that death was the only way to end their pain, end their existence, relieve the pain. Their death is not your fault. This life-threatening disease that affects so many lives is the real culprit. Remember your loved one by bringing more awareness to this condition in an attempt to erase the stigmas that having a mental illness means you are crazy and do not let their dying be in vain.
the most important way to help someone who suffers from depression is to not give up on them. They are not expecting you to be their therapist, but they do need someone in their corner who supports and understands their situation. They need to know you care and will comfort them during the good and bad times. They already feel as though they are a burden to everyone. So whatever you can do to help them know that they're not a burden is going to help them immensely. They keep their feelings locked inside, fearing they will be rejected once someone learns about their sadness or their diagnosis. When their loved ones reject reject them, it can set off a series of unhealthy thoughts that deepens their depression even more. Depression is an incapacitating disease with ripple effects that are spread far and wide. We have concluded most of chapter one of overcoming depression from darkness into the marvelous light. I encourage you to purchase a copy of this ebook. Simply go to www.winoverdepression.org and you will find the products there. And this ebook is $6.99 and you will receive the ebook automatically to your email. This ebook will really help you to understand, but is an excellent gift for someone that you know struggles with mental illness. I also encourage you to subscribe to my YouTube channel, also called Win Over Depression. You can also join the Win Over Depression group on Facebook. In addition to that, you can find me on Tumblr, LinkedIn, as well as Instagram. You can also support this podcast by becoming a patron. Please go to www.patreon.com backslash Tamara Trotter, T-A-M-E-R-A-T-R-O-T-T-E-R. I am trying to expand this message internationally. So as low as 5 to $10 per month will really help me do that. I never like to close my podcast without thanking you so very much for listening. My membership is growing as well as my YouTube channel. So thank you for those of you who have liked and subscribed to my YouTube channel. As I said, went over depression. I will see you in the next video. Remember, giving up is never an option. Stay in the game of life and you too can overcome your mental illness and come out better and stronger on the other side. Stay in the fight, my friends. Never give up.